Yo, what's up, listeners? It's the 1409 Podcast. You know me, I'm Gualami Swirl. And I, I'm KT. Alright, so y'all know how we do it on the 1409. Before we get started and get into the agenda, y'all know we take these shots. So, KT, what you drinking on? I'm on that douce, man. Damn, you motherfucking do say, I hear that. You hear this? Hold on, little. Whoa, <laughs> shit, I spilled a little bit. That shit damn on my leg. <laughs> that shit running down my leg. God damn, that's, I'm wasting good liquor right here. God damn. God damn, god damn, god damn. So, you know, in the last episode, we was debating, um, oh, you already said it. It ain't no difference between do say and Henny. Clear it up for the, for the listeners. Is it a difference? That shit, that shit about the same, man. Let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me try again. Hold on, hold on. That shit, that shit about the same to me, honestly. Same thing I say, but you know, people say do say better. Same shit, different bottle. Potato, potato. Tell me the top Alright, so I guess we can go ahead and get into the agenda today, man. So, uh, first we're going to be talking about the the Instagram, I don't know what you would call him. He, he ain't a model, but... He's a guess, fucking scammer, a Nigerian <laughs> scammer, that's what he is. Okay, Instagram persona, uh, Hush Puppy, classic hood movies, then we're going to get into... Uh, Shot Glizzy, you know, his little incident with Uzi Vert and Rock Nation. And then last, <laughs> we're going to talk about a squirrel being tested positive for the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, KT, so you want to uh, go into a little detail about Hush Puppy? I mean, I read the article that you sent earlier. You want to go into details yeah. about Hush Puppy? Yeah, man. I'm a, uh, I'm using CNN as my reference while I'm speaking on it. So if you go on Instagram, you can um, look this guy up and shit. Hush Puppy is a Nigerian scammer. His real name is Ramon Abbas. Ramon Abbas <laughs> from Nigeria. <laughs> All right, so goddamn, yeah. He's living lavish. He was out there scamming. He was damn... Using spoof emails, all that, just to damn do fraudulent financial transactions, using counts in it, on his behalf to get the money and shit. He got over like what is it, one point six billion on that motherfucker. I think there was a, uh, from my understanding on the article, I think that was just scamming in total. But I think he did get like up in the hundreds of millions though himself personally. Shit, he he resided in Dubai and he was damn scamming all over the world, like cyber cyber crimes, like real white collar shit. He was down. Oh no, it ain't white collar for him. <laughs> you know they about to try to crucify his ass. <laughs> Hell no, that motherfucker go get like two years. Watch, man. I read the article. That's what I said. I read the article. They already said that if if he's found guilty, they they trying to charge him with twenty years, man. They say they face up to 20 years for that shit, but that motherfucker get like two years. That motherfucker gonna still be on Instagram flexing because you got all that money. You got to have some money. You got to have made that money grow somehow. You had to have did something invested because on his Instagram, he said he's a real estate investor, which he was not. Or maybe he used the money he was scamming with to get into real estate. So he was shit. getting equity with that. You know what I'm saying? I would hope that's what he's doing if he's smart. But you know what also happened? He was damn using the same email he used for that Instagram. He was using that same email. That it's tied to those some fraudulent Scams. transactions. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. They but, uh, they said down the feds seized like when they arrested him, they seized forty one million in like fourteen foreign vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, he was out there in Dubai. Living it, living it up, man. For real, this dude Gucci down, Fendi down. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the whips, whip game crazy. Anywhere from the Bentayga 
to the Ferraris, the Lambos. I mean, he flexing Richard Millies, the Rolexes. Really like living lavish. <laughs> yeah, it's a the FBI recorded 1.7 billion, not million, billion in losses from such scams. So damn, it was like a team of them that went down for that shit. Yeah, I think they say they arrested uh, 11 people that was. So it was a, a organization of them. You know what I'm saying? They had a, they had their own coalition and they was out scamming motherfuckers, getting rich. I mean, you think he would have got caught if he was doing all that flexing and shit? I mean, they see you flexing like that on Instagram. Somebody gonna got down. Like what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck he got going on? He ain't making all that money on real estate. That damn got all yeah. these damn cars. I think that's uh that's an article said that that's how the feds was like. You know what I'm saying? Hip to what was going on through Instagram. So y'all with all this Instagram flexing, the social media flexing, y'all better watch it, man. Because the feds and the police, they watching that shit. Just like you feel like regular people watching it. It be the feds and the police and shit watching your shit too, man. Yeah, even though he in Dubai, he got them transferred to Los Angeles. Uh, I'm like, damn. Did he go yet? I think they said he they put him in Chicago first, and they was trying to transfer him, but it was like the coronavirus, you know. Yeah, it was. Some, <laughs> yeah, it was some issues with the damn transport, with the logistics and shit, because of the COVID situation. You know how it go. They should have flew him on one of his jets. Yeah, he got. I think he had jets and all that shit. Man, this motherfucker was living like. I ain't want to say. Living that vida, I know. <laughs> Yeah, they, they the articles talked about him being, you know what I'm saying, around like famous athletes and shit too. So and I mean yeah, I guess he, he's bumping shoulders with the damn international sports stars and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right. It, it did the article did state such things. I mean he had like two point five million followers on Instagram, so you know what I say, he a well well known. I mean I mean shit, Hush Puppy could have got down. He could have got his little money and then went legit instead of just kept trying to do that shit. He wanted, I guess he wanted to be a billionaire or something. He could have got a little money and went legit in the real estate for real instead of damn putting on the front like he was in real estate. Man, you know what I think it is, man? We always say that, like, for, for us, we don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't indulge in illegal activities to make money. But, you know what I'm saying? I guess for the people that, that do it, you know, we always be like, oh, I hit my lick and get out. But you got to, it's a certain lifestyle that they trying to uphold, which him, which I'm flexing on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain lifestyle that he was trying to uphold. And then when you look at, like, it been working for him for so long, I think it's a point to where those type of people, they actually get addicted to that fast money. You know what I'm saying? Because they know it's like, it's there. It's a market for it. And it's always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So if that really like have, have creativity to like think of something to put, think of something legal to put that money to, you're going to keep doing that shit. You feel me? Cause it's like, it's, it's the fast money. And I feel like they get addicted to it. What you think about that? Yeah. You do have a point there. They got used to a certain lifestyle, a certain standard of living and they trying to keep, keep that consistent but he said they had a little VPN or something been using like email addresses that were strictly for that scamming business instead of using the same email he used for his Instagram and his Apple ID and shit like that he would have he probably would have been good if he wasn't doing all that flexing and he was being careful with the emails he used and he had a VPN that was masking his IP addresses and shit I mean this just take me back to the story of Nikki Barnes you know uh Back in Nicky Barnes' day when he was on the cover of the magazine and they had him as Mr. Untouchable, I feel like at a certain point, they get cocky too, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've got away with it this long, you know what I'm saying? I they probably, probably was watching him for this long. That long, yeah. But I'm saying, if, if he never had a confrontation, he feeling like I'm getting away. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like at some point, too, they, they get addicted to the fast money, but then they feel like they missed the Untouchable too, like, because I've been getting away with it, or at least I thought I was getting away with it for so long. You know what I'm saying? But who knows? The Fed was probably watching you that long to build up a case. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably knew so. the first time you did it, but they're like, okay, let's see how long he can do this. Or You know what I'm saying? 
building up a case. Definitely. But yeah, living up in Dubai, I've been out there. It's nice for real. Like, motherfuckers got money out there, man. Oh, yeah. Everything inexpensive, like, they make it out to be like you here on on online and shit. It ain't. It's shit out there for food. Food is affordable. You can eat. You can eat a decent meal for some for the low. Shit like that. Hotel rooms, Airbnb, they not that high depending on where you going. Unless you going to like Atlantis or some shit. That shit. That shit up there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole city of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got so, that What you got? As I say, what what point can we take away from the something something positive to give our listeners? What point can we take away from Hush Puppy scamming to live hush, the lavish life? Hush Puppy weird ass nigga. Oh shit! Stay humble. Don't be out there flexing and all that shit. You ain't got to do all that. Exactly. Them people don't give a damn about you. Hey. You're right. 100, man. I mean, most of them don't. Might be a few of them that do, but for the most part, if people don't give a fuck about you. If a few of them did, they would have gave him some good-ass, real-ass advice. Kind of the sh- like the shit we saying. Make that money into something legal. Yeah, get that money, get out the way. Yep. That's how I would have did it. <laughs> Me too. And I, I feel like that's the trend, though, with, uh, with the rap industry anyway. Like, we know a lot of these rappers come from a a background of doing illegal stuff, but the ones that really prosper and like, you know what I'm saying? It's like they had that guidance somewhere in their career and they talk about it where another well-known rapper or, or established rapper will tell them like, man, get out of the streets, get out of doing that stuff, just make this legal money. So, you know what I'm saying? I guess, man, the point I take from it is to put, put yourself around people that really, you know what I'm saying, believe in you and got your best interest, man, at the same, at the end of the day. Well, well said, my friend. You got anything else about Hush Puppy? No, nah, I ain't got nothing else about Hush Puppy. I ain't had no Hush Puppies in a minute, though. Shit. <laughs> just talking about Hush Puppies. <laughs> no motherfuckers think to... about the damn, the damn cornbread shit. I know motherfuckers <laughs> got that shit on their mind when they hear the word Hush Puppy. I was about to say, I had Where the fuck he get that name from? Puppy. That's a good question. Like. I don't know. I had a chance to order some hush puppies today and I declined them. <laughs> Let me get mm-hmm. another side. I, I take that damn hush puppies over some coleslaw, though. Don't nobody eat that shit, man. Coleslaw. Nobody eat no goddamn coleslaw. That's slow. I hear you opening that bottle, too. I know you heard mine. We got down. Get yeah, to I'm, it. I'm going to keep pouring. Look, I've been already, you know, on it kind of the day. I've been drinking wine. I had some. My boy Geese put me on these uh, pecan brew beers. You know pecan, oh shit! Pecan man. brew beers, man. Southern pecan—that's what they call. Where they you brew that? I gotta look at it and tell you. I couldn't tell you off the top. I don't have one with me right now. That shit gotta be somewhere in the southeast. That's where damn. It gotta be South Carolina somewhere, or some shit like that. Cause you know, it's pecan heaven. I did this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a drinking me. I got some. Stella Rosa Blueberry, too. I'm drinking my wine, so I was really just, like, chilling, mixing it up today, you know, kicking it up a little bit today. Shit, I just started when we started recording. I ain't had all I was drinking was water and shit like that but prior to this point. And, yeah, we get to it, huh? <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead to the next thing, brother. We, uh... About some classic hood movies, man. Your favorite classic hood movie of all times. What is it? Ooh, man. Let me think. Let me think. Man, the the one that keep coming to my mind right now, Minister Society. Minister Society. Minister Society. That was that was my shit. But there's so many more that I'm gonna name. But right now, Minister Society. I know you've seen that shit, huh? Oh yeah, that's that's one of my favorites too. I got a couple. I can't. I don't think I can narrow it down to just like one. That's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? But it, that's definitely one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. That damn, Lorenz Tate. That shit had Samuel L. Jackson. 
Jada. No. Jada. She wasn't in it. She was in an entanglement <laughs> in that movie too. <laughs> What's the dude name that played Pinky's name? Clinton Clinton Powell or some shit like that. I can't yeah. remember. Hold on. Matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I think it's Clinton Powell. Yeah, look it up real quick. Look it up real quick. If I get that right, I get the grand prize. Tyron Turner. That's his name. No, that's Kane. Tyron Turner is Kane. I'm talking about... uh, You said who played who? Fuck, what was his name? He played uh, the one that had... um, Talking about he's going to snitch on him and shit. Oh, it's not Clinton Powell. Clifton. It's Clifton Powell. My bad. Okay. You know the same dude that played Picky and Friday? You probably didn't know it was him because then Friday... After next and shit, next Friday he had the little Jerry Curl wig shit on. But. Oh, I know who Clifton Powell is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. That's why I meant Clifton, not Clinton. Yeah, Tyron Turner. Who else was in that bit? Too short was in that bit. I don't know. It's been a minute since I seen it. Yeah, Clifton, Clifton Powell, Powell played Chauncey. 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 Yeah, Chauncey. That was his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But shit though, was it? What was your favorite? What's your favorite hood movie? Classic for um, hood movie. You name Menace to Society. Uh, I might have to go with... Uh, I, that's Like I said earlier, I can't narrow it down to one, but another one of my favorites is South Central, man. Uh, yeah. Down. Glenn Purnell. That's who played Bobby Johnson on there. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one too. That shit used to come on BET all the time. It's like the damn, you know, it's all the hood movies. They had the damn change up the damn profanity and that shit. That shit sounded funny as hell when they yeah. changed this shit up. <laughs> they, be, they be like, "You can save my dinner, young brother." <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're really saying, but you, you, you. <laughs> hey, that shit got down, man. Yeah, South Central is one of the classics. Another one they used to have on BET all the time, that prison song. You remember that shit? Uh, with Q-tip. 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 Yeah. Fat Joe's in that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that shit. One. That shit was like a musical, really, because them motherfuckers, was, they weren't singing, but it was like rapping some of their parts on there. That shit kind of was like a, yeah, that shit kind of like a hip hopera. Hip hopera. <laughs> hip hopera. Paid in full. It's that oh, yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. You got Belly. Oh, yeah, that's that shit, too. Belly. Uh, and DMX, Nas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't forget about the CMB boys. New Jack City. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn got Pookie. That motherfucker. <laughs> they said that motherfucker was in there doing jumping jacks. That bitch was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> They so said, uh, said that bitch doing jumping jacks. How Chris Rock got the part of Pookie. Martin Lawrence had turned it down. They was really um, wanting Martin Lawrence to be Pookie. Damn, I ain't never knew that shit. That was, yeah. Martin Lawrence was Martin Lawrence in any hood movies? I wouldn't say it's a hood movie, but it's like a it's a classic still. Like hood house party, house party one and two. Yeah, Martin was in there. I think his character name was Bilal, right? Or some shit like that. I can't remember. There's so many. That's what I remember, but yeah. Bilal. Yeah, House Party. But the best House Party to me was House Party 3. With damn Bernie Mac in there and shit. (laughs) And then when they was at the kitchen, at the damn dinner table, they were like, oh, I know you from somewhere. They used to call you Jawbone. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Funny. Uh, oh, another uh, good uh, hood movie that Samuel L. Jackson in is Fresh. Oh yeah, Fresh. That's it. I bust the stupid dope moves. I, that that character, man. That's that's the type of character that pissed me off because he got that. He knew how to shut up. Yeah. 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 That dude was like really playing chess in real life. He's playing chess on the game and he playing chess in real life out that bit. Yeah. It really was. I think that that was the mark the marquee of that movie, you know what I'm saying? With him actually playing chess and the movie mm-hmm. being like that, it's like you know what I'm saying, just like you said, life is chess. 
You know what I'm saying? He had to try to avoid death and, and all that. You feel me? And you know, we, you know we got Mitch at Friday. All oh, the Fridays yeah. at all that. The Fridays, that yeah. They going to forever be classics. Yeah. If you ain't never seen a Friday... Your black car what, revolt. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what are you doing? You never seen a Friday. Shit. It's so many names. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. That's more of a parody, but... You know. It's still a hood movie, though. Yeah. That's um, it. We said, oh, I was about to say, we didn't even say juice. Um, Boys in the Hood. We had Boys in the Hood. What else we got? Fucking um, baby boy, baby boy, shotters. Oh yeah, shotters. Damn, I, I keep forgetting shotters, man. Shotters is. You notice how most of the damn the hood classics they came out in the nineties and shit. But yeah, yeah. shotters, shotters paid in full. And baby boy, this shit was in two thousand, early two thousand. What else we got? Uh, I, I'd even count Poetic Justice as a hood movie. Yeah, I was, I was just getting like thinking that. I was thinking about saying that one. Um, Sugar Hill, you remember Sugar? I count that as hood. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, shit, even Jason's lyric. Yeah, Jason lyric. A lot of that shit was on BET too. Right. Oh, I got a good one. This probably like this up there for me too. You remember New Jersey Drive? I never seen that one, man. Oh man, yeah. I never seen it, but yeah, I might have to pull that app up like we always do. Yeah, and that's a good one. New Jersey Drive. Who who's in that shit? Um, they got. Sharon Corley, I think he like the main character. Um, you got Gabriel Cassis. It ain't really like no big name actors, like like big big names. I don't even think. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, Donald Faison. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't Heavy D was in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah, that shit old school for real. Mm-hmm. That shit oh, was good. Oh, since we talk about New Jersey, that shit remind me of Queen Latifah because she from New Jersey. Shit, set it all. Oh yeah, damn. Hey, I can't uh, forget about set it all. Above the rim. Above the rim. Yeah, and set it all. They trying to get to that bag, but yeah, yeah. They got damn. Albums would have made it, man. That shit make me think about the Jada shit because Jada that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, Jada was in the other, uh, the other movie we was talking about. Uh, but she was in the Entanglement in that movie. Yeah, Mr. Sadie. Yeah. Yeah, she was, because uh, baby dad locked up. Goddamn. <laughs> Can't. He they didn't want to do it. He they were separated. It, <laughs> they were separated. Can't, can't even want to do it, but goddamn, he's like, fuck it. I got to go ahead and do that now. <laughs> ATL. Yeah, ATL. Cascade. Yeah, it's plenty more. Let me see. Let me see what we got. Damn, we got. this probably my favorite for real, and we ain't even said it. Dead presidents, bro. Oh yeah, that shit. That shit hard, bro. For real. Yeah, yeah. That shit. Chris Tucker, Lorenz Tate, Clifton Powell, and that motherfucker Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. Hey, Terrence Howard, he don't have, he don't never change his voice in no movie. He can't play like no characters like that got supposed to have a different voice. That's the only voice he got. <laughs> that motherfucker in damn Empire, with, and he supposed to be from New York. He got that fucking <laughs> country ass accent on there. Like, what the fuck? But shout out, shout out to him though. Yeah, he doing the thing. He alright, I guess. <laughs> I was Blue Hill Avenue. Yeah, I remember that shit. That shit. Definitely. Shit. We can't forget about Master P and no shout out to Master P. I oh, got I got the hookup. Hook oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the hookup. Goddamn black and blue. 
Shit, since we talk about Master P movies, you saw you saw his movie Hot Boys. That was a hood movie too. With Silk yeah, yeah, Silk the Shop. Yeah, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I remember that shit a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. That shit used to be on BET. Yeah, BET had all the fucking movies on there. They just used to edit the hell out the words and shit. It was another one on there, damn. I think it was called Lockdown. I don't think I ever saw that one. But it was like, it, was in New Me- it, was, it took place in New Mexico and shit like that. But yeah, that shit was decent too. I never, I never saw like the original version. I always saw the BET version. So it it take away, it do take a lot away from the movie because they be cutting scenes and shit too. Yeah, they cut scenes and they cut out different. It changed the words, like you said. <laughs> you can save my dinner, young. <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, you remember uh, Black Dynamite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit was hell right there. How you learning? Oh yeah, or on my else. Yeah, okay. yeah how I learned it. That, that's a good one for sure, for sure. Yeah. Dang, how about uh I can't think of the name of this movie now. But the dark skinned dude. Little dark skinned dude that play on Moonlight, motherfucker be acting. He play on Wu Tang too, as Bobby on Wu Tang. Uh, it's a movie on Netflix, man. It ain't a classic, but I'm just because I what I was trying to. It get just to came out. Yeah, like so we don't about, got uh, movies that get that vibe no more. Like that classic. About all vibe. day and all night. I think. It's yeah, cool. all day and the night. And it's in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that shit's good. That shit's good. So Definitely people talking about they don't like that shit, but I, I ain't like that shit. It gave me the old like. Like the class, like how we talk about now, like the classic hood movies. It gave me that vibe, like watching the movie. That was a good movie, man. Yeah, shout out to Oakland. Shout out to Cali too. Mm-hmm. I, I be out there every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? So I know the vibes. Yeah. Cost of living high though. Uh. Ashton Sanders is his name. I was trying to think of his name. But he a good actor to me, man. He, I feel like he don't get like recognition. He ain't a big name, but I feel like he a good actor too. Shit, you talking about Moonlight down, uh dude from the Shy is on there too. Uh the one that plays Kevin, he's on there too. And shit. I know a dude that playing uh Snowfall on there. Was he's on all day, all night? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm saying uh, the other dude on Moon like that, like when he was real little, little, he was that was Kevin, the one that played Kevin. I ain't never seen Moon like I just know that Ashton Sanders played. I ain't never watched that movie. Yeah, that shit decent too. I heard it was a good movie, but I ain't never. I just ain't never watched it. Shit, I'll even cop Money Talks as... I would say it's like a hood movie, but it's a, like a... The it's Wings. a classic. Was it? Oh, no, no, no. You talk, You say Money Talks? Yeah, with, with Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Chris okay, Tucker, yeah. Charlie Sheen. I thought you was talking about... Damn, what's the movie The Wayne's did? Uh, Marlon and Damon did. And they was doing like the, the credit card scams. Mo Money. I think that's the name of Mo. Oh Money. yeah, I seen that shit too. Yeah, yeah. Low down, dirty shame. Low down, dirty Damon Wayne. Jada was in another entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, she's just an actress, man. Shit. I'm just fucking around, yeah. man. For, for nah, I be fucking around. I just fuck around too, yeah. Little giggles. Sure, you could think of any more classic movies. Classic hood movies. Shit, we name like the goddamn top thirty on that motherfucker. Let me think. Yeah. Let me think. Hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. Yeah, yeah. Waist deep. Oh, I forgot about waist deep. Yeah, we get up into the two thousands. I can think of some more. Hustle and flow, I mean, deep. I consider Training Day as. A oh yeah, movie. hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Shit, he got game. He got game. What else? See, I kind of mm-hmm. associate my shit with actors. When I started thinking about actors and then the movies they did, I kind of, like, can name them quicker. Yeah, Training Day definitely 
Hood movie. You oh, ever ben, seen the what you say? Uh Benny Siegel with a state property. Yeah, yeah, state property, state property too. Since we talking about that, we talk about killer season too on that motherfucker. Yeah. You ever seen Killer Season? I ain't never seen Killer Season. Yeah, it's similar to State Property and shit. Yeah. You said Waist Deep. That made me think of In Too Deep with LL Cool J. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Shit, Spike Lee. Do the right thing. That's how I got my nickname. You feel me? How can I forget about that one? I, can, I guess I kind of consider that kind of like a hood movie. I agree. I agree on that. Shit, since we own Spike Lee, uh, Crooklyn, it came out in like 94, but you know, it took place in the 70s. But that's that's a hood movie, that's in the hood. Yeah. Baby's Kid, it's a cartoon, but that shit still was some hood shit. Yeah, yeah. If we go in the 2000s, you can't forget 50 movie because 50 be producing some shit. Get Rich or Die Trying is a good ass movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, you probably can't even put a drumline in the category. They wasn't in the hood, but yeah, that's like hood vibes. That's some classic shit to me. They are eight mile. Yeah, eight mile. Mm. Shit, I think we about named them all for real, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no if you listening out there, goddamn, follow us on fourteen oh nine podcast. If you down. If there's a movie that's a hood movie, a hood classic movie that they we did name, like all about the Benjamins, then let us know. Let's that movie yeah. so we could watch it if we haven't watched it. And we can yeah. put it to the list, you know what I'm saying? Damn right. Yeah, all about the Benjamins for sure. Uh, yeah. Who else? Janky promoters. That shit wasn't all that, but goddamn. <laughs> Still. Yeah, yeah. All right, so if you don't got no more hood movies, we're going to move right along with the agenda. We're going to get into Shy Glizzy. We ain't really heard. Shy Glizzy been putting music out, but he don't really got a buzz like how he used to have. You know, at one point, Shy Glizzy was was that, was that the man, you feel me? Like, listening to Shy Glizzy. Yeah. He some good music. Yeah, him and Zaytova made a good damn combination, for real. Yeah, yeah. So, basically what what happened was uh, Shy Glizzy put out a song. I think it was like late in June, sometime in June, he put out a song. Um, and he uh, had Uzi Vert on the song. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like Uzi with Rock Nation or whatnot now. And basically what happened is... You know what I'm saying? Affiliates or associates of Rock Nation reached out to Shot Glizzy saying that he needed to pay for the feature with Uzi. You know what I'm saying? That rubbed Shot Glizzy the wrong way. He took the social media and, you know what I'm saying, expressed how he felt. You know what I'm saying? Had some words for Uzi. Said he even tried to contact Uzi Vert. Uzi went and picked up the phone and he said that he is tired of the industry trying to blackball him. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think he just now he probably just trying to uh, create a little buzz because he probably got he probably got project coming out. So I think he probably just trying to create some buzz to get some attention to that. Because you know, like when people got projects coming out and they try to do like some little antics yeah. or whatever. Little, you know, yeah. So. You don't feel like the industry is blackballing him? You just feel like people, like, they don't fuck with Shy Glizzy music no more? That's why he, you feel like, I guess, well, we're not going to say one-hit wonder, but he was just one of the people that just was going to have a buzz for that time, and then he was going to fall off? Or do you feel like he should still be considered one of the top tier, one of the, you know what I'm saying? Nah, he definitely ain't, like, on top tier, but I definitely don't listen to him like I did back in, like, 2015 era like that and I'm sure there's plenty of other people in that same situation where they don't listen to him like that some people probably never heard listen to him at all you know what I'm saying but I mean yeah, yeah I feel like the Shy Glizzy had one I'm so awesome like Shy Glizzy had some hits now I'm not gonna sit here like he didn't and I feel like 
he was mainstream, but you know what I'm saying? He really took a fall. His I'm not gonna say he took a fall, but his career took a saw a decline after the whole chain snatching thing and then the whole thing with academics. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Um so do you do you really feel like the industry is blackballing him or you just feel like, you know, that was his time and now the music has without him. He can't evolve to what music is now. I mean, I could see how that little that those little situations could have did something to his popularity and everything like that and people favoring him. But yeah, I don't think they blackballing him and no shit like that. But I think I just think damn yeah, I, I think like that era over with, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You just think you need to so you basically like he so <laughs> he can't evolve because we just know Shy Glizzy for that. Whatever he put out now, I don't want to listen to it because we evolved past Shy Glizzy. I, don't I mean, to some of the newer stuff I listen to, some of it I can fuck with, but some of it I've been like skipping that shit. Okay. I mean, I I don't I, I mean, with after the whole thing, man, I do feel like I'm not gonna say they blackballing him, but. It did put a stain on his name with people working with him because Shy Blizzard was even on like a lot of features too back in that era, you know what I'm saying? But Academic got a real big and powerful platform and a lot of connections. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like if he said something or do something, people would probably kind of listen to him so they don't want because they don't want to lever, you know what I'm saying, or mess up that relationship they got with him. So I feel like some of that did take effect, but I'm not going to say they, they blackball him. I don't think anybody in the industry is fully against working with Shy Glizzy. I think it's a combination of, you know what I'm saying, them situations happening and then you couldn't just like, you didn't have a bounce back. It's like your response wasn't what the industry was looking for, you know what I'm saying? They wanted you to come back hard and you, you know what I'm saying, he ain't really came back as hard, I guess, was expected. So people was just like, huh? kind of like looked the other way when you look, think about Shy Glizzy or, you know what I'm saying? And then at, at during during that time, you had other artists that just started like popping and because, you know what I'm saying? Right after that, that's when the era of, I'm going to call this shit like the Kodak era and the Migos and they was just like really starting to take off. So it was kind of like the music industry kind of shift. You know what I'm saying? Like we weren't really feeling that, you know what I'm saying? Because for a while, you know, Future Future is a is a, a legend. He'll always be hard, but for a while, it was just like it wasn't that vibe in the music industry no more either. Like even with Future, you know what I'm saying? Because it was that it was that around that same time where Future was missing for a long time, and then he came back with like Fifty Six Nights and all that, like you know what I'm saying, Beast Mode and all that. But it was during that time to where like the Shy Glizzy era really like changed. So I don't think that, but I just think that. He took the incident personal and didn't bounce back and didn't evolve how he should have. He wasn't really connected or on the ground with the music industry to see, like, this shit shifting, so I need to shift, too. I feel like that's what happened in the sense of Shot Glizzy. I feel you. See, Future been dropping shit there, like, every year, like, at least once a year, though, see. Yeah, but you remember when uh, I think uh, DJ Esco got, because he, before he dropped 56 Nights, he was supposed to drop a project and it never came out. And uh, I think uh, it, it was, yeah, well, it was, Beast Mode came before 56 Nights. So the thing was, is that DJ Esco had a hard drive and DJ Esco got locked up outside the country. And so the project supposedly was on that hard drive and they didn't have a backup or a second copy. So Future couldn't put the music out. But he came out with Beast Mode, he had to record all new music. And then he came back with 56 Nights to, like, he titled it 56 Nights because I think that's how long. I, I don't know what country. I can't remember what country. I think it was in the Middle East because if you look at the title. Of yeah, he was Nights, in the UAE. He got locked up in uh, Dubai, I believe. Yeah. So, because if you look at the cover of 56 Nights, it's like in, like, you know what I'm saying? In writing in that, that language. In, uh, See, in that's my how opinion. Beast Mode harder than 5690, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah that damn Future and Zaytoven together, this shit go in. But but that's the thing, though. He had to make all that new music with Zay at that time. 
But 56 Nights was how long uh, Esco was locked up. And that's why he titled it 56 Nights. Facts. Shit, we saw Esco at that Drake and Future concert, didn't he? He had to yeah. been out there. That's his DJ. Shit, he had to been. Yeah, Esco was out there. He got a little mascot and shit. No, I, 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 he was at DC, in DC one time. I was out there. He's at the strip club stadium. He was down. They had him as a guest DJ out there. That, that shit been lit, bro. <laughs> I was out there for work purposes, but damn. But had to know. have some leisure too. <laughs> work hard, play hard. <laughs> yeah, work hard, play hard. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. If you don't, we don't, I don't think I got nothing else to say about Shy Glizzy. I mean, I feel like if Uzi should be a man, you know what I'm saying? If you had a relationship enough to do a song with this man, if, um, if you know what I'm saying, hit him back and really explain the situation. Just don't hide behind the lawyers and and the business aspect of it, you know what I'm saying, be a man and come out, you know what I'm saying, and talk to him and let him know what's going on. If the case, you know what I'm saying, if you have to pay for the feature, just let him know, you feel me? Don't don't hide behind him. I feel like that that should take place. Like, Uzi need to reach back out to Shy Glizzy. Don't just have that man, leave that man out there hanging, you feel me? Shit, what's your favorite Shy Glizzy song, though? I'm probably going to have to go with it. Ain't Golden Man. I'm a, that's gonna forever be my favorite Shy Glizzy song. But he got some other stuff like for Trapper for Trappers only probably my favorite Shy Glizzy. That's that say Tobin shit. Yeah, that's that shit was say so. Hey, yeah, I used to be old that shit. But damn, I think my favorite damn uh, Shy Glizzy song would be White Girl or I'm a Star. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm a yeah. I have to say uh, everything Golden Man. That shit is. I call my old bitch and ask her, can I come over? She yeah, said that's it's that's past that's 12, glitch, ain't shit over. That's for Trappers only shit. That shit been, that been the shit, that, that project right there been that shit. For real. Oh, yeah. I think Tobin beats on it. That's sometimes we was around, we was uh, in Highsville for the them months that we, we was in Highsville, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's when that happened. Yeah. That probably broke same time. Around. around the same time. Yeah, that, that shit went in. No Definitely. All right, so we go into the agenda. You know what I'm saying? We hope that Shaq Glizzy and Uzi can work out their indifferences and mend that relationship, if there is some kind of relationship. Hope they can do that. But moving along, we're going to talk about this squirrel being tested positive for the bubonic plague. Yeah, that... That shit, that is crazy. It says squirrel test positive for bubonic plague in Colorado. First of all, why the fuck they testing squirrels? Why, why, what made them decide, I'm going to go test a squirrel. I'm going to go out there and test a squirrel. <laughs> for the bubonic. First, secondly, the bubonic plague. When was the last heard of the bubonic plague? That's some shit that recently came up. They down. I call bullshit on that. Why the fuck they testing a squirrel? You can't even catch no damn squirrel. Them motherfuckers too fast. How you catching a squirrel? You got a squirrel trap? You, you got a squirrel trap or something? They must have killed them. You know, motherfucker, my, my uncles and shit, they believe in eating country shit. I don't eat squirrel. <laughs> I, I can't say it a lot. Like, my motherfuckers say they test a squirrel and that squirrel test positive for bubonic plague. You think that's the next thing 2020 got to bring us? Bubonic plague got bring <laughs> I mean, as I was reading the article more, it's saying it's not, it's easy to avoid that shit. It's like, they got, uh, you can take antibiotics and get rid of that shit if you get it. But they're saying it's like, easy for cats to catch it. And this article I'm reading, I'm from ABC News, but damn, dogs, it's not as easy for dogs to catch it. But damn, I still call bullshit on it. Why, why would they be testing animals? Like squirrels, ain't nobody got no pet squirrel. <laughs> Why are you testing squirrels? So what if what if it was a coyote? You you be seeing a little memes of people be <laughs> talking about it. They caught a coyote talking about they, somebody dog went missing. <laughs> <laughs> coyote, man, this shit. It's just we just had to mention this shit here because why it's, why are they testing these kind of animals for for some shit? 
I don't know, man. I feel like you know how I feel about the coronavirus, but you know, I'm not gonna get in depth because I don't want I don't want to deal with the backlash from people. You know, some people are hardcore believe in that. And you know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all to think I'm not taking like steps to, to be uh you know sanitary or sanitize myself, but just the you know, we read an article about the dog catching the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said in one of the earlier episodes. If if that's the case, man, this shit is going to be like the flu. And I feel like the human body is made to evolve and the human body is made to heal itself. So pretty much, I'm not going to say we're going to be immune to it, but our body going to build up defenses. So Exactly. I, I mean, I'm, I'm taking necessary steps, like I said, to be, you know what I'm saying, protecting myself. And I wear masks with a Say I gotta wear a mask, and shit, stuff like that. But and they say like mandatory in most places and shit. So my thing is, I don't understand why it's mandatory for people to wear it in the restaurant. Like I'm about to go eat, I got to take the mask off to eat. So why you like got it on the door at restaurants? It's mandatory for me to come in here. Yeah, they want you to goddamn have the mask on unless you goddamn eating. Then what's the point? Then you might as well close the close the insides back if you gonna say you gotta have a mask when you come in here. Wearing that shit outside, that shit hell, man. I'll be down. I'll be ready to take that bitch off when I get in down, get in the truck and shit. That shit be out there. It be a little, little challenging to breathe and that shit, especially the damn cloth ones. You got the uh, you got the ones that like sit behind your ears or whatnot. Yeah. You need to get you like a seamless. They call it a seamless band. Basically, like a you know what a neck gator is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get you a couple of them. Cause I can't do that shit behind my ears. That, that, that shit look. don't bother me behind the ears. It's just like I got like a black one. That shit down. I'm outside. It be like 108 out this bitch, boy. That shit that breathing ain't breathing ain't as easy as it is when it's in the AC and yeah. it's 72 degrees or 69, 69. <laughs> 72 is the mark. Is the is the. Yeah, I keep it on 72 at the house. 72, yeah. You in the, get, I think in the vehicle, it's 69. <laughs> 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 so, but I ain't gonna lie, man. I guess because I be wearing a little surgical mask, them little white screens be fucking the back of my ears up, man. <laughs> so, I did. I got me like a little seamless, a little seamless neck cover slash head tie slash you can make whatever the fuck you want to make it. <laughs> I just use that as a mask, man. And some people be making them shits out of socks and all type of shit. I'd be like, damn, y'all. Y'all hell out here. Yeah, very oh, you, you pulling another one. Oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear Man, you. Man, this is my third one. This I don't know how many one. I had, but I had I had quite a few. You probably heard me got down. Yeah, I heard you probably heard you probably heard a couple of them. Yeah. But you know how we do. Yes, sir. Let me put it up to the microphone so they can hear that. Oh no, they can't hear it. It's silent. <laughs> You must be getting low on that bottle. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it low, man. That's it. That shit getting low. Oh, man. Yeah, I had to stop at the liquor store today. You know, I talked about it on the last episode. I, I went to the liquor store today. Got me another bottle of Hennessy and Hypnotic so I could do my thing. <laughs> this shit like drink channels. Them motherfuckers be drinking on that kind of I don't know. I just feel like when you got a, a a nice, and I got some nice mugs and glasses. When I drink my cognac, you feel me? I have to have me a nice cognac glass. I got a couple of cognac glasses. You know what I'm saying? It just make me feel sophisticated when I'm drinking my cognac. I got my cognac glass, <laughs> and we get on here, we talk about the... <laughs> See, if I want to mix that shit, I use I use the Yeti cup so that shit can stay cold for a long time, or my, so the ice don't melt. But I'm drinking it straight right now, so you know, it's just a shot glass. Yeah. I just pouring shots, but now, yeah, yeah, I use the cup from the barbecue place that we take home. I don't give a damn styrofoam all that shit. Nah, look, Christmas man. I'm gonna get you some cognac glasses. That's gonna be my Christmas present to you. You know you got about every damn thing anyway. But <laughs> I ain't gonna say everything, but everything you want, 
Thanks in well, thanks in it. advance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get you some cognac. You might yeah, get them. You might get them, yeah. you might get them before Christmas. <laughs> Hell, if I find said, I'm gonna just send you some cognac glasses so you can down cognac or whatever you want to pour in there out of it. You get that feeling for so for so. I definitely indulge in that. Ain't no issues with that. Yeah. So anything else, man, you want to add to the show, man, before we get up out of here? We pretty much covered the agenda today. See, i just say check out that damn new Kuala Meets World, that oh, yeah. therapeutic Shit. movement. Appreciate yeah, it. You might as well play that down. At the end, you might as well play that down. Contagious with uh, Contagious. Love Risa. Yeah, with Love Shout Risa out. on yeah. it. Shout yeah, out Love Risa, man. She, she can sign. She can sign. She can sign. Yeah, she can sing, sing. She came through, so you know what I'm saying. Per per my dog request, instead of the the usual jingle on the outro, we gonna we gonna leave the the podcast on uh, one of my new tracks. Feet, you know what I'm saying. Make sure y'all check it out. It's screaming on the major platforms. Album called Therapeutic Movement. You yes, know what I'm saying. We gonna end it on that. And you know we gotta take one more shot before we get up out of here. So indeed, you go ahead indeed. And, let me go ahead and get gonna, that prepared. What you gonna make your shot to, man? I'm gonna make this shot to the next episode. To the next episode. We gotta make a next episode in in, in the next forty eight hours. <laughs> so I'm gonna make my shot to uh, the the likelihood of the business mind and progressing. And always thinking uh, a step ahead and how to get ahead. You feel me? I'm gonna make that because you, you know you mean we ain't gonna speak too much on it, but me and you know what's going on. So like that's what I'm gonna make this shot to. And I'm gonna make it to everybody else who have got ideas or whatever and y'all trying to get it together. This shot for you too. Already. Whew. All right, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. This has been another episode of the 1409 Podcast. And we will see y'all on the next episode. We out. Walla Meets World. Make sure you follow us at 1409 Podcast. You can follow our personal accounts. Mine is 843 Ambassador. I'm at Anything else you got? Oh, we out. <laughs> I think. All right, me say next we got that Gualamese World featuring Love Risa, Contagious. Y'all check that out.